Hour number two of VEASAN's primetime action. Monday night from the South Point. Right here at the tip of the strip. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Daniel Alvari, Kelly Bidlin. Sparse action in both uh, the NBA <laughs> and MLB tonight. Uh, hockey, full, I don't know, full. Last nine games. Last, last uh, night like this, anyway, in the hockey season where you have uh, more than a handful of games. Triple-double watch in Atlanta with Russell Westbrook. What do you got, Kelly? What's going on? Westbrook, 17 points, 11 assists, 7 rebounds. Only 3 more to go. So, looking like he's probably going to get there. We've got a uh, score in that game right now is Hawks 84, Wizards 73, 441 left to go in the third quarter. So, 3 assists and a little bit more than 1 quarter left here for uh, Russell Westbrook to pass Oscar Robinson for the all-time triple-double lead. Uh, live numbers for that game, Hawks 13.5 to 38.5. Live total. Cavs are leading the Pacers right now, 65-62. to 62. Uh, Six and a half minutes left to go in the third quarter in that game. Pacers are two and a half point live favorites, 215 and a half live total. Grizzlies leading the Pelicans, 68-57. to 57. Uh, Grizzlies 13 and a half live and 241 and a half is the live total. Spurs up on the Bucks, 34 to 33. Two minutes left to go in the first quarter in that game. Bucks, six and a half point live favorites, 254 and a half. Your live total in that game. Over in Major League Baseball, few games in action. Reds all over the Pirates, eight to one, top of the seventh. The Orioles lead the Red Sox, two to one, in the top of the seventh. Live numbers on that game. Orioles minus 280, Red Sox plus 225, five and a half. Your live total, juice to the under. And Astros up on the Angels, 2-0, bottom of the second. Uh, no live numbers currently up for that one right now. Over in NHL, Devils and Flyers all tied up at two at the end of two. Flyers minus 145 live, Devils plus 115, six and a half live total. Predators up on the Hurricanes, 2-0 at the end of one. Predators minus 320. Hurricanes plus 256.5 are your live numbers there. And Blackhawks leading the Stars, 2-1, 16 minutes to go in the second period. Blackhawks minus 190 live. Stars plus 155 on the comeback. 6.5 live total shaded to the over. The Oilers leading the Canadians 3-2, 16 minutes remaining in this game. Oilers minus 350 live, Canadians plus 270, 6.5. Your live total juiced heavily to the over. Islanders and Bruins all tied up at 2, 14 minutes left to go in the third period. Bruins minus 140 live, Islanders plus 110, 5.5 is your live total in that game. Panthers up on the Lightning, 2-0 at the end of 2. Lightning, 7-1 to one live if you wanted to get in there. Four and a half live total shaded to the under. And the Canucks leading the Jets, 2-1, to one, 19 minutes to left to go in the second period. Canucks minus 160 live. Jets plus 130. Seven and a half your live total shaded to the under. I just wanted to point out, because I I'm, I'm, may, may have misunderstood what you said. This is for the all-time uh, number of triple doubles. Correct. Correct. Uh, tied with the, <clears throat> pardon me, the big O for the most of all time, 181. Uh, with tonight, uh, if he does get a triple double, Westbrook will have his 182nd career triple double. Uh, only Magic Johnson and Jason Kidd, the only other two players to have more than 100 of those. So as uh, as Ice Cube once made fa- once made famous, Russell Westbrook trying to mess around and get another triple double tonight. By the way, him and the Big O, the only two players to average a triple double famously in an entire NBA season, for which Westbrook was awarded with the MVP a few years back. So that's what he's searching for tonight. Of course, he probably will tell you, and uh, he ain't lying that he's more uh, concerned with his uh, 
his Wizards right now, the Wizards trailing the Hawks. Um, Wizards right now in the ninth position in the Eastern Conference, trailing by 15, 352 left in the third quarter. Indiana and Cleveland nodded up at 66, as Kelly just mentioned. Um, so there's that. Uh, but no Bradley Beal again tonight with a hamstring. No Bradley Beal again for the Washington-Atlanta game, the split couplet that is happening as well. Yes. So um, at that point, you really do wonder if Washington has secured a playoff spot, meaning a play-in game, not a playoff spot. Pardon me. Let me be uh, accurate. But I have no shot at getting 7-8. You probably think Beal sits the last couple games of the season, and then the Wizards will try to do their thing, try to win two in a row to get into the actual playoffs for the right to meet the Philadelphia 76ers, if that's what, in fact, ends up happening, if they end up with an 8 seed. So much intrigue. We shall see what happens with all of that as the final week of the NBA season winds down. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Daniel Alvari, Kelly Bidlin. Speaking prime time action, you were itching to say something right there, Matt? I just was doing a little bit more math on this. You know, if it, we were talking about what we're thinking about as far as is that 900 number. Um, you know, listen, 20. So if 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 we if we think it's a true bell cow, let's give him 200 carries, right? Because oh, you're, you're back to Najee Harris now. Back to Najee mm-hmm. Harris. We give him 200 carries. Remember, extra game this year. So, like, people are going to look and they're going to say, well, there, you know, there was only, you know, how many running backs got, you know, 200 carries. But again, one, there's not very many bell cows in the NFL anymore anyway. And two, there's an extra game this year. So, if he gets 200 carries, Gil, we're talking about, you know, a little under four, a, a little under four and a half yards of carry that we need out of, out of him, right? <laughs> yeah. 26 different guys averaged four and a half yards a carry in the NFL last year. Right. And so, again, it's just there's there's a lot working in his favor to kind of like get this to kind of get this bet home again. It's just uh, I really, really, really like that one. Again, barring barring health. Uh, We got a tweet or I got a tweet from Paul Nelson who was asking just about that. He said on the Harris over rushing yards, any worries about the poor run blocking of the O-line per football focus? And you're saying, and and what I what I very very articulately responded to uh, Mr. Nelson. Sorry, Paul, for the uh, the very quick response while we're doing the show. But I all I said was, it's just so few yards, man. Yeah, it's it's and it's it's just the volume, right? I mean, like there's that's the one thing that we just you know most of these guys just don't get anymore. And he's going to get all the volume. There's just no one else in that backfield. And they spent a first round pick on this dude to come in. And while you've got him on the rookie contract, you you run the wheels off of him, you know. Yeah. And and that's just that's that's what they're going to do. And um, I feel real real confident in that one. We can go ahead and clip this, and we'll play it back, and you'll just be like, "How did this guy have 400 yards, Matt? You're an idiot." And <laughs> He's like, played well. every game. They don't <laughs> hand him the ball. He averaged 11 yards a game, and we're like, "Well, you know." That's, ben throws uh, the ball 60 times a game. They never right. run it anymore. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Can't wait for football, by the way. Uh, let's bring him in, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to, uh, to talk a couple things with us, both NHL and horse racing. He's the Rampart Race and Sports Manager. You can follow him at Twitter, on Twitter, rather, at NYBookieDwayne. That's D-U-A-N-E, for those uh, wondering how you spell his version of Dwayne. Ladies and gentlemen, Dwayne Colucci. How you doing, Dwayne? Doing well, Gil. Thanks for having me on tonight. We're, we're thrilled to have you. Let, let's start with horse racing because uh, we didn't plan to talk horse racing today or tonight, but yet that's really the biggest story uh, going since yesterday. Bob Baffert's horse, his Kentucky Derby winning horse, at least what our eyes saw win the Kentucky Derby, Medina Spirit, um, nailed for 
taking too much or being administered too much, I should say, of the anti-inflammatory uh, anti-inflammatory drug betamethasone. Baffert saying uh, that horse wasn't administered any of that substance at all. He has uh, dug his heels on this. He calls it, quote, the biggest gut punch in racing for something I didn't do, unquote. Take us through what the story is now. We're waiting for a second test to confirm this. When can we expect that? Well, we're not going to expect that, Gil, before the Preakness stakes, unfortunately. It's a, you know, it's a two-panel test, and we will not get that result. So now what we're keeping our, our eyes on, will Pimlico step in and ban Medina Spirit from running? Now, you understand, you could ban Bob Baffert, but I believe uh, with the protocols of racing at Pimlico, he could just transfer Medina Spirit to his assistant trainer, and that, uh, therefore the horse would still be entered. So I kind of get the feeling that Medina Spirit will run in the Preakness Stakes, as will uh, Concert Tour, his other entrant. I, I think that there's too much litigation. It it'll get drawn out for months. Bob has already said that he will use his lawyer to prevent Pimlico from stopping Medina Spirit from running with a countersuit. So there's a lot of red tape going on. He was on Fox Sports Net. He was on the Dan Patrick show. Uh, on, on Dan Patrick, he made a statement that there was a barn hand that had a cold that was around Medina Spirit. And uh, believe it or not, guys, possibly urinated on the hay that uh, Medina Spirit ate. And uh, this was kind of like a, a very strange story. And I've been around Bob Baffert a lot, guys. And uh, I know Bob, and I've never really heard comments that, you know, some may find comical at times, you know, to defend himself. That story is just, uh, you know, doesn't carry much weight. And then, you know, he started blaming cancel culture and things like that on Fox News oh. Network. And, uh, you know, yeah, Bob is just, uh, it seems like he's really folding under the pressure, guys. And those were two unique interviews that really showed Bob in a different light. So, you know, I'm kind of thinking that he's folding under the pressure. I don't know, uh, you know, rules at Churchill Downs Guild or that if you are administering this drug, you have to stop it 14 days prior to race day. And the horse basically was two times the uh, overage limit. So it's very strange. I think Medina Spirit will run, though, guys, because it will get drawn out. And I don't believe there'll be a conclusion prior to this Saturday. Dwayne, I bet there's a lot of people out there who are wondering how the sports books handle this type of situation. And I'm, I understand that it's probably pretty tough on you guys having to answer a bunch of people coming up over the next week and uh, claiming what's going on. But what is the what is the house rules on something like this? Yeah, Matt, house rules are, you know, the official results were posted the day of the race. Once they are official, uh, despite if. Medina Spirit is removed from being the Kentucky Derby winner or disqualified. The bets, unfortunately, do stand. The payoffs stand that he is the winner. Paramutually, as well as in Las Vegas, we had to book the action, uh, you know, but we follow track rules and track uh, policies, and therefore those results are concrete. And, you know, it's funny, Matt, because I've already had a bunch of customers come up. I'm sure they have at the South Point, uh, you know, as well as the Rampart, and and it's just unfortunate that you have this black eye 
overshadowing uh, overshadowing horse racing once again. You know, it's just so disappointing, guys. We had the DQ a couple of years ago of maximum security. Then the problems with Bob Baffert and Justify, which were similar to these. And now Medina Spirit, you know, under scrutiny. And, you know, like Gil said, under most circumstances, we wouldn't even be talking about horse racing. But now this is the sports, uh, you know, main topic and story for this week. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to belabor this further, but I, I do want to, to to just say this, which is exactly what you're talking about, right? So horse racing is, look, I mean, the average age of, of those who love horse racing rises. Um, it is not, you know, like baseball and boxing, it is not a sport that has increased in popularity. It has decreased through the generations. And so, one, it's the just the horse racing thing where it's like, okay, if Medina Spirit's allowed to run, let's say Medina Spirit wins, and then we find out about the second test. I mean, so it just it makes the Triple Crown a whole sham this year because it won't happen because of that. Um, it's already awkward. It's already made for that. But it's, it's what Matt just asked about. It's the fact that it affects people's bets, right, Dwayne? Like, that's, yeah. that's the part here that justifiably from the corner of the world from which we come, right? That's what outra- where the outrage is. It's like, okay, wait a minute. We, if there's no integrity to this at all, I just bet for those who had Mandaloon finish second, they're, they are rightfully really angry about this. Like, I wait, I bet on the winning horse if, if this is in fact the case. That's, I mean, more than anything, doesn't that threaten horse racing? Yes, Gil, that definitely does. And, you know, it's a funny analogy but if you go back to the movie Let It Ride, when Richard Dreyfus tells his wife there's no racing without betting. So it's all about the customer and the person who wagers on the races. And if you can't supply, you know, something that is foolproof and has integrity, how could you, uh, you know, attract a newer, younger generation of horse racing betters? And that's a great point, Gil. You know, and you have a sour taste in your mouth, a foul taste. If you had Mendeloon, you know, you're right there. And for some reason, your horse isn't going by. And if this second drug test does turn out, to be a positive like you said then you're dealing with the integrity of the triple crown and this is the greatest achievement in horse racing and now you're putting a black eye on it because it seems like Bob Baffert has you know uh, the deck stacked and his he's loaded and winning these Kentucky derbies and possibly now a third triple crown but what are the circumstances are these horses drugged up and the gambler now definitely has to be leery and you know you change your way of thinking it changes an approach of handicapping as well when this guy is involved in a triple crown race because now knowing his past history and if they allow it to continue you have to add him onto all your tickets obviously and you know there's just no integrity right now i always felt they need a governing body to oversee all of these racetracks, to make these determinations. The tracks have to stand together. I've seen uh, it before, and you're seeing it right now. Baffert is banned at Churchill Downs, but, you know, the MYRA in New York, as well as Pimlico and, uh, you know, the Maryland Jockey Club are not making a determination. So you're seeing a divide on this current topic and it's just so disappointing Gil especially for the gambler especially for the people that had men balloon and believe that the sport is on the up and up 
Dwayne, let's switch uh, switch gears here over to the ice. I'm actually seeing something come through on the mach- Twitter machine here right now. It said the Golden Knights are going to be forced to play with 15 skaters tonight. The last time a team did this was the Devils on October 11th, 2010. So uh, that's a long time. Wow. And uh, I, I don't know the <laughs> details as to why that is exactly um, right now. But we do have a couple wow. of pucks to drop here um, in a little bit. The, the Avalanche and the Knights and then the Blues and the Kings. Um, did you have any thoughts on these games tonight? Well, the Golden Knights, it's the hottest ticket in town tonight, Matt. And now that's unfortunate hearing that they're going to be so shorthanded. And we were already seeing some good Colorado Avalanche money over the counter at the Rampart and South Point. And we understood, you know, that possibly it was going to be Leonard over Flurry. And now without those guys and Pacioretty already on the shelf, Ryan Reeves not returning, the young, uh, young kid, Peyton Krebs, he had a facial injury. You know, there's a lot going going on with the Golden Knights, and they definitely want to solidify the President's Trophy tonight as well as winning the division because you don't want to slip into that two position and have to face the Minnesota Wild, who, you know, had a five-game winning streak against the Knights during this season. So I think this is a pivotal game. You have the top uh, goal-scoring team in the NHL, in the Colorado Avalanche, against the top defensive team, uh, you know, the Golden Knights with that 2.22 goals against, whether it's Flurry, whether it's Leonard. This is going to be a great, great game tonight, but I, I'm interested to see if this is a COVID situation, Matt, or what's going on there, because uh, 15 skaters, that's definitely, I, I mean, that's not not even fielding enough lines that's basically like three lines and that's going to mess up the board's rotation and it's going to be a lot of pressure to win this game tonight even though it's at t-mobile where the knights are 21 and four uh st louis you know those teams they're pretty much solidified uh los angeles is out that's a tough game to really handicap i don't think the blues want to go into the playoffs limping you know they they made a good account of themselves against the golden knights on this past weekend and they definitely showed that they compete and belong and Jordan Bennington will be between the pipes tonight, so I would favor them if I had to uh, make a wager on that one, guys. Dwayne, we got 90 seconds. If someone's landing on hockey right now, final week of the regular season, and they said to you, I want to make one futures bet, either a conference, maybe for the whole Stanley Cup, what would be your recommendation? Wow, that's a great question, Gil. You put me on the spot. I would probably, with the value the way it's going right now, Tampa Bay has floated up, uh, you know, at both the Rampart and the South Point. I think there's some good value on them to win the Stanley Cup right now. I think they still will get uh, Steven Stamkos back. He will be uh, healthy. They have that core. They have Vasilevsky and a great goaltender tandem. Uh, you know, I definitely think that the East right now is just a little more battle-tested with all those solid teams, especially in that division where you have Tampa, Florida, Carolina, you know, they're also fighting for the President's Trophy. But I think there's definitely some value in that conference, whereas I think, Gil, that pretty much Vegas and Colorado are the two teams to beat. And, you know, at four and four and a half to one to win the Stanley Cup, I just can't bite on those two teams. There's a few other teams. I think that do hold some value. Uh, Nashville is playing well down the stretch, and if they could get that goalie tandem 
become solidified. You know, Pe- uh, Pekka Rene is playing good tonight, and Saros is now the starter. So they're definitely a long, long shot candidate because they do have to play Carolina in the first round. And tonight was a preview of that first round. But, uh, yeah, I would definitely look at Tampa because I saw their odds. And if you shop around, Gil, I'm sure you could get more than double digits on them to win the Stanley Cup. And there's some value there. Okay. Dwayne Colucci from the Rampart right here in Las Vegas, Rampart Racing Sports Manager. Dwayne, always a pleasure. We could listen to your accent all night. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Gil. Thanks, Matt. I really appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you. You too. NY Bookie Dwayne on Twitter. So from the official Golden Knights Twitter account, update from GM Kelly McCrimmon is uh, the team will play with 15 skaters Monday night versus Colorado due to salary cap restrictions and unfortunate timing of injuries. Huh? The Golden Knights will be dressing five defensemen, ten forwards, and two goalies. Say that that again. (laughs) The team will play with 15 skaters Monday night versus Colorado due to salary cap restrictions and unfortunate timing of injuries. The Golden Knights will be dressing five defensemen, ten forwards, and two goalies. Hmm. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm stalling so I can do a replay, so I can do a play-by-play on Russell Westbrook's 10th rebound. One rebound shy of a triple-double, the record setter. That, that's, uh, that's fascinating. I don't know hockey well enough I, to tell I you know. what, what, is, what that lo- even means. I, I don't even know what that means. I would love to provide you with some insight. I have no I have no comment. I, had, yeah. I made a small avalanche bet while you were reading it <laughs> off, but it's so small. I, I don't know what it means either. All right, Hawks with know. the ball. Let's see if they miss. Let's see if Russell Westbrook gets the board. Werner. Clear the space. Oh, there it is. Westbrook. There it is. Record-setting triple-double. Live on primetime action, the 182nd. Of his career, setting the NBA all-time record. We'll come back. We'll update everything on Beeson's primetime action. Join the action on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Just download the app and use promo code VSIN when you sign up to compete for cash prizes each week. Don't wait. Sign up now and new customers get a deposit bonus of up to $500. That's code VSIN when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 18 years or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Gil. Do you know what Russell Westbrook is averaging in the month of May? I know it's only May. Uh, can I, can I May guess? 10th. Yes. Uh, 20. A triple double. 24, uh, 14 rebounds, and 13 assists. You've sold him short on everything. On everything? That's fantastic. Please. Going into the night, 26.2 points per game, 15.8 rebounds, and 16.4 assists. 16.4 assists. Remember that? Remember we were looking at that was a week ago? <laughs> oh we had like 100 God. more assists than uh, the next closest guy? This There's rid- Paul. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, no. That stat was unbelievable since was the ridiculous. All-Star break. Yeah. 
Yeah, 100 plus more assists than Chris you're, Paul. You're right. I keep underselling him more on the assist part than the rebounds, even though he's out rebounding Rudy Gobert. Like, he's, he's first in the league in rebounds since the All Star break. Matt making a bet on something he's not really sure. What do you have to get? Matt got both in hockey bets. Yeah, Avalanche has to have to win by two, two, two goals. You're chasing the Avalanche team right now. I, I am. You, you got him listen, in the puck line. L- listen, this said. I mean, like this is if something has not happened in hockey since 2010. <laughs> yeah, that, that seems significant. Uh, I, like, this that, said. That, that's yeah. our breakdown for the game. This said. I'm yes. with you, Matt. I mean, now that seems significant to me. For hockey talk with Matt Brown. Yeah, exactly. That seems significant. <laughs> <laughs> that that seems significant. Yeah, like we, this is where the Vison Plus Plus subscription is so necessary. Oh, where the yeah. three of us in the break arguing, <laughs> trying to figure out how much this matters to a game. What does or, it mean? Or not? Because I'm also getting word from downstairs that like we should have known this was coming. Apparently, oh. that they were going to hit a salary wall or something. So if you really knew hockey, you There's should have known this was now? coming. Yeah. Well, you know what they should have seen coming? Us not knowing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Matt and I the, now are on. Do the people downstairs uh, not know us? Like, I mean, yeah. haven't they been doing <laughs> Have this you show met us for before? Like, yeah. No, I, mean, I like, was asking. I'm like, I'm like, did you guys hockey bet I've made all year? Like, I mean, like, what are you talking about? I think I'm, I'm, like, I'm right there with you, man. Yeah. Well, go abs. <laughs> right, Matt. Yeah. I mean, go yeah, abs. Seriously, let's do this. <laughs> go abs. I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna. Uh, who's your favorite Avalanche player, Kelly? Because <laughs> mine is whoever I'm about to Google. Because I I don't know any of them. I was gonna say who's the uh uh uh. Wah! Patrick Wah! Is he still on the team? <laughs> no longer playing. Who, who is the uh, who's the forward that now owns a piece? I don't even know. Who's the forward now? Or is he the piece? coach? Oh man, this is my embarrassing. Don't, don't start asking knowledge. random hockey Game questions. Cast. Yeah, let's do this. What what's that? Who I'm looking you? at who's I'm looking at who they're. The, the, their their guys are. The beauty of that is Nathan McKinnon is who we're going for tonight. Oh, he's like my third favorite NHL player. Yes, he has 65 <laughs> points. He has 65 <laughs> points on the season. Who's your second favorite player? Uh, the guy in uh, Edmonton. <laughs> the current guy or the past guy? Uh, Wayne Gretzky. There you and, go. and Connor McDavid, yeah. The past guy. Oh, wow. At uh, least I have an excuse. You, I grew up in Louisiana. I was going to say, there, if there was you no ever, hockey within a thousand miles. Listen, if up. you're a hockey better, though, and you just heard that whole exchange and you understood it, like we brought attention to it, we brought attention to the information. DraftKings down to minus, they're up to minus 132 on the app. So money keeps coming wow. in, uh, yeah. coming in, coming in. There so listen, I'm going to, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to extend <laughs> this hard. hockey segment by, by going the other way on this. I think the pendulum has swung too much. Yeah. I don't think, I think people are overreacting now. I think the value has shifted to the Knights. There it is. <laughs> Gil, Gil thinks that five defensemen is plenty. Yeah. That's plenty. Oh, we have no defensemen. idea. Oh, we have no idea. You ever thought every one of our bets was well thought <laughs> yeah. out? This five defensemen that. is plenty of defensemen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many you normally have, but five seems like enough. If people ever watch our show at home and they're like, they know, they're like, I like this show, guys. but why is this Andy McNeil guy on all the time? Yeah. This is exactly why right. Andy McNeil is but, on but all the time. But you know, time. you asked off, you asked, you asked off air, like we should call Andy and, and ask him what this means. This occurs to me. It occurs to me that Andy would would take something like this and say, "Oh, it doesn't have any effect on what I'm seeing tonight. I was looking for this player and that player, so I already had it built in, and it really doesn't yeah. trigger a bet for me." But he would say what I just did. He'd be like, "Now there might be value on the Knights." That's my guess. How about this? Now we're guessing what the guests would say. Twenty-one players <laughs> in NBA history 
21 <laughs> players in NBA history have 22 career triple doubles. How many players? Only 21 players have 22 career triple doubles. Westbrook has 22 in his last 26 games. Yeah. I, that's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah, I just saw he, – so he passed him for Robertson's single season record tonight too. Well, I didn't know. Is that I what you know. were asking me about earlier? No, no, no. I was asking you all time. So he passed all time and single season record. He had 42 this season. Do you think there's any old time players, though, it deserves asking as we go to break, that are saying, well, if I knew triple doubles were going to be a thing, I could have done them every night, too. Because remember with 40 40s yeah. in baseball, Mickey Mantle yeah. used to say that kind of thing. All right. We'll come back. Um, we got Prop Watch. Oh, we got to update all our golf action this weekend. We'll do that next. Primetime action. Did you know vcin.com has the latest lines and odds for every game on the board tonight? Track the line movements with live charts, get estimated scores for every matchup, and all the betting information you need to stay on top of the action. You can also use our parlay calculator to figure out payouts and get all our betting one-on-one info, including definitions of the betting terms we use here on the Sports Betting Network. Start your day's sports betting research for free at vcin.com. Gil. How can you not appreciate Wizards games? Like, you look up at the screen, they're down 19. You turn away, you have a conversation, you look back up, they're down one. <laughs> you look back up, they're, de- you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. You, so do you need them to win this for your bet? No, I would like... A loss. I, I, I want the Wizards to be my 10th place team. Yes. So I want them to lose and I want the Pacers to win. So they're okay. going simultaneously so that they'll flip-flop seeds right now. With, and then we'll, with three games left, the Wizards will be in 10th. But the Wizards won't go away. And they never do go away. He just Barbara Waltered this one. He 2020 did? 23, 23 points, 20 assists. Oh, my God. And Davis, and, and excuse me, Davisa Bertan. Davisa Bertan's almost stole the game, the 10th the, the, uh, rebound. Just, uh, just banked in a three, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see that highlight later tonight because it was Bertan's was like, I think, last second. Was like I got to get out of the way and get let Russ get this rebound. Yeah, he figured it out. He figured it out midair. By the way, I said it was Huerta who uh, who shot the ball that Russell Westbrook got for his tenth uh, rebound. It was actually Gallinari. If you're scoring it, all. we we don't have a sounder for this, but don't look now. Yeah, <laughs> the Pelicans have battled back and are ahead. Yes, they're not they're not done yet. They're not they're not going to go away. They're not going to go away, Kelly. Trying to get that play yeah. in tenth. I feel like we're like ninety nine percent lifetime mad on those games that we re- like when we start no. talking about before the show, and it's like this so, is, this seems a little much, no? <laughs> and we both agree, and then don't do anything, with and then it. don't play it. Hey, let's find out how we did at the uh, at the old uh, Wells Fargo this weekend. Winner for me too. Flyers beat the Devils hey, four to two. That was a winner video for Young Danielle. Probably the last one of the night, but I will take it as you a starter. A, are you having a rough night on these? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, this one I was I was down and it came back, so I'm holding out hope. Right. Red Sox are letting me down right now. We'll take the win. Nicely done. For any hardcore primetime action fans out there, new fresh wave of winner and loser videos coming this Stop week. it. Yes. yes. Very exciting. Oh, that's fun. Got Is some, one of them Kelly with fun. the money gun? Because that's my favorite. No, but that's a good idea. <laughs> we're losing the girl in the pink wig who falls on the... Uh... Oh, we're still going to keep Actually, we need to load all the money. We need a large choice. We need to load all the money guns and yes. then get a... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's yes. how we do it. 
All right, one and done. Later. Let's start with the one and done here. Uh, my one and done was done before he even had a chance to be the one. I had Webb Simpson, and then uh, he decided to uh, not play. He said no thanks. He said no thanks. So that's a big old zero. Now, do I get to use Webb Simpson again, though? We'll let you use oh, him again. A- absolutely. Yeah. My other yeah. question was going to be, should we let Gil make two choices this week? Oh, I like that. Because if you were in a normal one-and-done tournament, he would have had a chance to get somebody else That's in, right. right before the tournament began. Don't you veto that, Matt Brown. Well, I mean, he would have had a chance to make the change before. But once the tournament started, no. But we, we would have. I'm saying when he withdrew. He would have had that, whatever that window was, no he, matter how small. Because he withdrew before the tournament, He withdrew right? before the tournament after our last time on air. Yeah. So I had no chance to... Uh, I'm okay with letting have Gil, Gil have two this week. Thank yeah. you, Kelly Bidlin. It, it, it might come back we'll, to bite us. But. We'll let Danielle, Danielle be the Danielle, you're, you're the arbiter. Do I get two choices next week? Let him eat cake. Thank you. Yes. Brutal. Let him eat cake. All right. Watch, Matt, watching Matt this hockey game, happy. please. Uh, <laughs> my, guy, my guy got on a plane and left because he thought he was going to get cut and then turn around and came back and then ended up making me $228,000, so that was good. Oh, I had this. I had this just wonderful video ready to play on Friday when DeShambo was going to miss the cut. Your guy with Drew Grillo was the only one. I had the queued up Wednesday footage of Matt being like, "Well, your guy's going to be done Friday. It's going to be gone." Didn't get a chance to use it. Yeah. So that All was right. good. So that yeah. was so that was your week in the one and done, Matt. But Kelly still with the big time lead. Look at that. See Wu Kim once again responsible for much of his uh, lead. $3.84 million for Kelly in prize money. Man, Grio, too, was was dead on Thursday. And yes, then just, dead. And then just came out and, and saved the day for you. He's a guy, so his f- first nine versus back nine splits this week were ridiculous. He was like minus 20 on the front nine, back nine, like plus 25. Horrible. Did we make any money on any of our bets? Uh, the draft? Yeah. Uh, Gil killed it on the draft. I killed Gil. it. I killed Gil. it. Young Gil. Gil big winner. Young it. Gil. Got three out of five. Thank you, Victor Hovland. Top five, four to one. Thank you, Victor Hovland, for uh, beating Xander in a head-to-head. And thank you, Patrick Cantlay, for missing the cut two to one. So that's what uh, drove me to victory. Danielle, like Danielle the, uh, once again, f- refusing to finish second or third. No, yeah. first or last. That's it. You got a leg, though, if you tailed all of Matt and mine plays this week, you would have uh, gotten a, a brilliant $101. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, again, we never decided what the prize is for any of this stuff. Yeah, we did. We did? We did? Yeah, yeah, steak dinner, right? Very fancy oh. steak dinner. Oh, yes. sweet. Yes. For the one and done. For yes. the one and done. Yes. Uh, right. Yeah, for the one and done, yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta 123, Washington 120. So just for those who missed it earlier, Matt, the Rory McIlroy win at Wells Fargo has, in fact, uh, resulted in you making a wager on Rory at the PGA Championship later this month. Yeah, I made him simultaneously mm-hmm. because I was like, listen, if I'm going to bet him to win here, then I better bet him to win there because if he happens to win here, the odds are going to be completely gone by the time you know we get around to there. And, and that is actually kind of how this has started to, to play out. I mean, I saw the odds move pretty rapidly, people coming in. And and betting Rory and and getting in on that. And if I take a look, I mean, if if we look at the the major championships here, PGA, uh, Rory, yeah, he's ten to one at DraftKings now. Another rebound, another assist for Russell Wells for Russell Westbrook gets the rebound outlet to Uchi, uh, Uchimara, and then it's one twenty three, one twenty two, Atlanta, forty five seconds left in the game. Trey Young with the rock, uh, and he has no intention of passing it. Yes, he does. Bounce pass. Is that Capella? 
Whoever it was uh, got John hacked. Collins. John Collins hacked. He'll go to the line for two. Thirty-nine point seven seconds left. I have. Uh, I've only made my. I've only made some long shot bets so far for the players. So I grabbed Abe Answer at a hundred to one. Chris Kirk two hundred to one. Keegan two fifty to one, and Charlie Hoffman three hundred to one. So only only some long shot plays for me so far. All right. End of the month. That'll be simultaneously, I believe, with the French Open in tennis. So a couple majors going on in both golf and tennis. Um, by the way, Andy McNeil has chimed in for those wondering, hey, what about the uh, what about the hockey from, you know, an actual expert in the sport of hockey? Um, and he said, uh, I haven't updated my numbers for that game. See, that's that's what I knew. <laughs> you called that perfectly. <laughs> he just he's in his little cocoon and like stuff like that, which, which makes the market movies like, yeah, I haven't updated my numbers. It's great. All right. Uh, Atlanta clinging to a three-point lead as Collins hits both free throws. 39.7 seconds left. Uh, we'll see how that goes. We'll wrap it up. We've got some prop watch in the NBA for late games. That's next. Beeson's primetime action. the DraftKings Casino app now and use promo code VSIN to get a deposit bonus up to $1,500. DraftKings Casino has hundreds of ways to play. Choose from slots, blackjack, roulette, and so much more. It's also U.S.-based, making it safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available to play in New Jersey, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia only. Must be 21 or older. Eligibility restrictions apply for entertainment purposes only. No results guaranteed. Void where prohibited. See casino.draftkings.com for full details. Kelly, what's the update? Yeah, we've got uh, Atlanta and Washington coming down to the wire here. Gil, I'm going to let you take over play-by-play duties. Trey Young looking for the shot. Trey Young, bounce pass inside. No, no, No call made. Wizards with the ball. Ball down one, chance to win it. Four seconds left. Westbrook from behind the arc. Brick. Oh, Hawks rebound. Not even close. One game closer to cashing that division ticket on the Hawks. Whew. That was that would have been bad. And I'm one game closer to having the Wizards as the 10 seed. There we go. He also should have driven that to the hole. Yes. He had he time to get that to the hole. And he would have gotten fouled. <laughs> we're, and like, then... we're like, what is he doing? Meanwhile, yeah. <laughs> just an <laughs> epic game. One of the greatest re- records ever broken in the history of sports. But still, yeah. I mean, like, but I mean, You're that right. was like a that was a poor decision. Yes, that was just a poor. Yeah. That was just a poor You're right. This, you mentioned it. The the Bucks down eighty down eighty seven to sixty four to the to the Spurs. That's a half. And then you look, <laughs> but then you look at this. But then you look at this box score, and you're like, they shot fifty two percent from the field. They shot 39% from three. They only had three turnovers. Just all fouls? It's a lot of I'm, fouls. I'm sitting here like, what in the world is going on? I mean, but then you look, and it's just the Spurs shot 67% from the field and 67% from three. But they had the same amount of turnovers. Yeah. And I was like, oh, those Spurs must be like crushed the offensive boards. No, they have four offensive rebounds. Four. Like it's just it's the weirdest box score for the results that we're looking at right here, other than the fact that the Spurs just shot the lights out from three. 
Yeah, but even even that, they've only made two more, but it's it's the Bucks what, missing ten more, eight more. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, real quick before we get to Pop Watch. Uh, prop, pop Watch. Prop Watch. Uh, I was just thinking because of all this Jaguar stuff with Tim Tebow uh, reportedly going back to the Jaguars, and you wonder, you know, like, dude, is he really playing football again? Let it go, man. But there's, uh, I was thinking, what would be the best team to be on Hard Knocks this year? And so Hard Knocks on HBO has rules where you don't have to do it. So one of those is a first-year head coach. So the Jaguars are... They, they don't have to be included in it. Because they have a first-year head coach, they can say oh, no. I didn't know there was, like, so there's multiple rules that you could qualify to get out of it, right? Yeah, so per agreement between the NFL and 32 teams regarding eligibility for the show, since 2014, franchises not required to be included as potential participants in Hard Knocks if, one, they have a first-year head coach, so there you go, two, have made the playoffs in the last two seasons, or three, have appeared on the show in the past 10 years which then reduces the amount of teams that uh, are eligible. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like... five teams. Five, okay. <laughs> Who would you like to see among these five? Your candidates are the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, interesting, I guess. J.J. Watt. Denver Broncos. Ooh. I mean, if it was Rodgers. I mean, if it's Rodgers, for sure. For yeah. sure. New York football giants. Carolina Panthers with Sam Darnold and... Oh, God, the Cowboys are eligible again? The Dallas Cowboys, who I think have been on Hard Knocks twice already in the last 20 years. It's got, you got to go Cowboys or Cardinals, in my opinion. I, I'm I'm tired of the Cowboys, man. If the Broncos make a move for Rodgers, oh. that's oh, it's the slam dunk. No heartbeat. question, no yeah. matter what. And then he will be the worst Worst personality in the history (laughs) because he will not answer anything. He will not talk anything. He will not do anything. He will not show even a even a smidge of himself. I'll watch the first episode and a half of that season and then be like, all right, this is this is boring. No, I'm good. Yeah, it would be it for bad. I forgot about that first year. The Cardinals with Kingsbury though, and all. I mean, JJ Watt coming over. There's a lot of interesting storylines and figures on that team. I would watch that. Yeah, I mean, D Hop's a good personality. Mm Like, J.J. Watt's definitely a good personality. Kyler's got a good personality. I think that one would be pretty interesting. That one could be pretty fun. Do you think we're at the point where a team would raise their hand and say, we don't care, we want to be on hard knocks? <laughs> Go the other way with that? I would love because I would love to wow. see. Just one day I want to see the Washington football team on that show. <laughs> Had to go and make the playoffs again. The, I mean, the. The Giants, do we want to see? I mean, no. I, I have no desire to watch None. that. Oh, I wouldn't None. watch that season, period. None whatsoever. You would watch the season. Mm. Last, remember during COVID last year, people probably missed it. It was a Chargers-Rams hard knocks. It's like it just, there was nothing I only watched. It. I only watched yeah. like an episode and a half of that. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that would, that I remember from it is Anthony Lynn just saying over and over, Tyrod's my guy. <laughs> that's, so, that's the only thing I took away I actually probably watched that one more. I actually probably tuned into that one harder than I have any of the ones before, just because I was so sports-depraved, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. deprived of that. I was yeah. just like... And I depraved. Like, I've Watching got, people yeah. get their noses swabbed was still... I've yes, got to like... I was nothing. like, I needed... Grown men crying like, I needed it, though. Like, I actually needed yeah. that. I was watching, like, it was, it was one of those things where it didn't... It was not on the DVR for, like, 10 seconds before I, like, hit play. I was like, I needed it every single time that it came on. Matt was having, like, parasocial relationships. Ah, there goes Anthony again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. I guess we should do a little prop watch tonight. Yeah, fire it up, boys. Boy, Kelly just owned this segment.
owned. Yeah, he's 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 the only one with a prop tonight. So just go right, go to town. <laughs> go to town. I like when Matt does that sometimes. He's like, yeah, Kelly will handle this one. Yeah, yeah sure, just do it. <laughs> well, Jazz at Warriors here, Kelly. I'm interested, of course, uh, like the most casual fans, I'm sure, would be in Steph Curry's three point prop here. It's at six and a half. Six and a half. I know. That's he's uh, in his last ten. He's averaging just about that. Made threes in his last five, though. He's averaging eight. Uh, per game with around 18 attempts average in his last five games. So, I mean, I'm just going to answer that with my with my constant betting against Steph Curry spinning wheel. <laughs> there it is. Where I really can't answer dare. it for you, Danielle, because this is what I believe about anything having to do with Steph Curry and the I Warriors. Think the blue so. sections seem to be a little smaller, just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the U wins. Uh, yeah, I'm not touching anything with Steph. I, I, yeah. I, it's his point props. What 35 and a half? It's silly high. <laughs> but there's no way I'm betting under it. There's no way I'm betting under his made threes, especially in a game like this. Um, I guess the ones that did stand out to me on this. Uh, Bogdanovich over 23 and a half. He's hit that in six of his past nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jazz lean on him to scroll, score a little bit more. No Mitchell, no Conley out there in their backcourt. So he's been filling it up a little bit more for them. Uh, Wiggins under 19 and a half. That's hit in seven of his past 10 games. Uh, so if anything, I'd lean there. The one I did end up betting though was Joe Ingles under 15 and a half points uh, tonight. I guess I would also. We, of course, don't have all the wonderful options that that DraftKings has out here. I would look at also playing his under three and a half made threes, too, if I was going to play that. Uh, But I did play his under 15 and a half points. That's hitting nine straight games for him. I mean, this is when you don't have Connolly and Mitchell on the floor, he really turns into their point forward. Uh, I mean, his scoring has been just under that. Don't get me wrong. We're not talking like he's only scoring six points a game. But um, I thought it was I thought it was worth a small play tonight uh, mm. on that number. And as you said, Connolly's going to miss his eighth straight tonight for the Jazz Warriors on the front end of a back to back. They play the Suns tomorrow uh, tomorrow night. In that other game, Rockets and Blazers, we were talking about you know all of the absences for the Rockets out there. Kevin Porter Jr., Avery Bradley, DJ Wilson all out. Kelly Olenek is going to play. Christian Wood is going to sit. So uh, Olenek in, Christian Wood out as well. Of course, Carmelo is out for the Blazers as well. That thing is, uh, yeah, 14 and a half. It is, uh, it's just a massive spread. I can't play anything when it comes to that, but I mean, I've, I fully it's up to 15 now at a couple of different places and I fully understand it. I'd be uh, I'd be interested in Kelly the Clinic Olynyk props cuz uh, he's been having a heck of a season with the Rockets since Well, I mean, he's one of like the, uh, what are they going to have like a seven man rotation tonight? I mean, <laughs> yeah, like and, he, and he has by far the most yeah. experience in yeah, the league. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just ridiculous like the there there is I know they've done things to curb tanking. There is still tanking. There is still. There yes. is still tanking. Subtly. For sure. I yes. uh, love how you slipped in that avalanche bet on your board there, Kelly. A- and the avalanche minus one. <laughs> yeah, hey, I bet it. I bet it. I put it on there. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to watch hockey on a satellite TV tonight. Uh, yeah. yeah. No sound. I don't, you know, because I don't, you know, but, but uh, you know, satellite TV. I'm with you. will be on my side one. Yes. Yeah. The Utah Golden State uh, game tonight. Utah obviously trying to uh, stay in that number one position. They don't want to face the the prospect. If the, if the Lakers end up seven, which they would probably be the favorite to do so if they're in a playing situation. So the Jazz want to maintain that number one seed. Two games ahead in the loss column for that number one seed. But the Warriors are super duper incentivized because if they finish seven eight, obviously they only have to potentially play one play in game. 
again, it could be against the Lakers, but you get the idea. They don't want to fall into the 9-10 and then have to play two play-in games at a minimum. And the Grizzlies and the Warriors right now separated by a half game. The Grizzlies, though, as you mentioned, Matt, in a dogfight with the Pelicans right now. Pelicans trying to get into the 10th, but the Spurs aren't giving the Spurs aren't losing that one tonight. Let me clear up just one thing quick on that uh, on my Ingles play. If you're asking me, you know, you're saying he turned into that distributor. Should I play the overall on his assist? Oh, the assist number set too high for me. By the way, I'm sure people out there might be asking that question. I would not play the over on his assist. Seven and a half. That's perfect number. He's been right around seven or eight with these guys out. So I, I would go sh- look under the points. Assist number don't play. I'm not. I'm not taking that into account here for the. For the baseball fans out there, Gil, we have reached the point in the season, uh, fortunately, where this the service time manipulation stuff is starting to wear off. Mm-hmm. Just uh, Jeff Passan comes, uh, Jared Kelnick, yes. one of the top prospects in all of baseball, is going to be called up on Thursday. That's for, so, for baseball geeks. That is huge. So we're going to start seeing some of these guys that should have been on the opening day roster as it is anyway. But with this whole nonsense with the service time manipulation, at least they're going to start coming up. And Kelnick was not shy about talking about it publicly. Also, oh yeah. He, he, he let him know. Which was refreshing. You don't usually get that. Um, tomorrow, many more baseball games. whole yes. bunch more basketball. We'll be here on Primetime Action. For Matt Brown, Daniel Alvari, and Kelly Billen. I'm Gil Alexander. Thanks for watching. The Nightcap with the DMV's Tim Murray. Next.